You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Welcome back to the Batuta Advocate Weekly News Bulletin. It is the 27th of November. I hope you're all doing well. We're heading towards the pointy end of the season, as we mentioned yesterday, and there's a lot in the news. My name's Clancy Overall, editor of the Batuta Advocate, and I'm joined by Errol Parker, editor-at-large. How has your week been? It's been a great week so far, mate. Got golf uh, in a couple of hours. Going to play tennis in the afternoon. Then on Sunday, might just take it easy, mate. We've got a big weekly news bulletin to get through this week, so let's kick it off. This week with our biggest news story. Now, as a career journalist with decades of experience, Clancy, the fact that this was our biggest story of the week, in a week where we had disasters, political scandal and celebrity anguish, it chills the very blood that runs through my veins. The biggest story on the Batuta Advocate this week was report. Surely the inspired unemployed lads are getting a bit of action. Yes, tell me about it. These inspired unemployed lads are, as it turns out, quite popular on social media. Some of our older readers and those who read our local edition were a bit confused as to what the fuss was all about. Yeah, the Instagram post on that story generated almost 90,000 likes and thousands upon thousands of comments. All useless if you ask me, you, you can't really put a dollar value on that. But all these comments, they, they pointed in, in one direction, it seems. Which kind of direction would, would that be? Well, it's the direction that would indicate that the inspired, unemployed blokes are absolutely swimming in it at the moment. Up to their necks, they were saying on the phone. Yeah, well, good for them. I, uh, I just hope they've got a good financial advisor and they stay away from the sharks and the charms of fast money. Fast money, fast women. What's the next story we have here? That's uh, another story about the New South Wales Premier acting the goat, but she can get away with it because every single other person involved in state government in that part of the country is about as charismatic as a doormat smeared with Labrador shit. Yes, that story. Berejiklian admits to breaking the law, but honestly, what are you going to do about it, huh? Really got to the core of the issue, didn't it? I mean, you just have to take one look at the treasurer, Condom Peritidi or whatever his fucking name is, and, and you realise that she's actually, uh, you know, doesn't have the most highest performing cabs next off the rank. Exactly, Clancy. By the sounds of things, it looks like Gladys is going to get away with this simply because there is no one there to fill the power vacuum if she resigns, which uh, I guess is an extreme indictment on things down there. In that story, Gladys told our reporters to go and get fucked multiple times while she refused to answer any questions that might put her in a bad light. Yes, quite the uh, bold political move, but it's it's working. The media has thrown a whole matter of shit at Gladys Berejiklian over the past couple months even, and fucking not much of it has stuck, has it? Not at all. They'll be calling her Teflon Berejiklian before too long. She's really she's really uh, nailed that Sir Joe feeding the chooks strategy of, uh, of being able to just give the media a handful of fuck all each time she walks out for a press conference, and they'll be happy with that. Mm. Well, Teflon Berejiklian has got a much better ring to it than Long Bay Gladys. Anything would have a better ring to it than that, and we'll see We'll see how it all plays out. <laughs> all right, well, uh, the uh, next story we have here is Trump demands recount after missing out on RSL meat tray. I don't know they had RSLs in America, Clancy. I just thought they let their veterans uh, defend themselves against their own personal demons. I'm just glad we have a great support system for veterans in this country. Well, I don't know where you were this week, Errol, because in this story it says that Donald Trump came to the Batuta Heights RSL on Wednesday night and entered the meat tray raffle after having a few schooners in front of the Bricky's laptop. I, I miss the US president coming to town, it seems, but uh, 
Yeah, well, what machine was he playing? Uh, it's believed he was playing the Big Red in the smoking pokies. You know, the ones on the veranda near the loading dock and the bins? Yeah, yes. Good good to see uh, Donald honouring and respecting our local culture here. So what happened in the end? Did they do a full recount? No, they didn't. Because of his behaviour, the Donald was escorted from the venue by an RSA marshal and blacklist for 90 days. Oh, I've all been there, you know. They don't let you get pissed in that place. You- do you remember when you got caught taking a shit during the last post and the marshals dragged you out by your fucking ankles, your shit going everywhere, and they pulled you out in the floor and they flogged you half to death with the bollard ropes? Yes, yes, I remember that. It was actually a bit of an overreaction. Yeah, well, that place sucks. But I'll tell you what does suck, Clancy. What? Blokes who wear boat shoes. We did a story on that one too during the week after speaking to one local man who came toe-to-toe with a bloke wearing boat shoes at an engagement party. Yes, the headline on that one was Man spends entire engagement party avoiding the C word with boat shoes. Errol, you wrote this one, didn't you? I did, yes. Did you get much feedback on using that word as a pronoun in the headline? (laughs) More than usual, yes, I did. Uh, There were a lot of readers who wrote to me directly to express their utter disgust and contempt, and rightly so, I might add. But, um... I also got an email from the Australian Press Council, though, who asked me to uh, remove the offending word, and that's where I draw the line. I, I apologise to the readers who were offended by that headline, but as for the Press Council, they too can go and get fucked. Fuck the Press Council. So this particular story follows the tale of a bloke invited to one of his wife's friends' engagement parties, and as, as fate would have it, he ran into another bloke who was wearing boat shoes. So that's the whole story? Yeah, pretty much. How did this one go on social media? Because in our local printed edition, we had six fish and chip shops around town who refused to even wrap their shark and potato with this newspaper, simply for carrying that word. Well, mate, that article got 70,000 likes on Instagram. Again, if there was some way that you could turn each each like into a dollar, I'm sure we'd be driving matching pink Porsches by uh, Christmas time. But now that, you know, the US election's over, we got some good reach on Facebook too, and maybe when this stupid fucking overreaction of a pandemic is over, we might be able to reach a few more on that platform too. Well, it just goes to show a good story like this one is able to cut through into the mainstream. Well, mate, it's the only thing that keeps me going, and we've gone over time again. Uh, from Monday, Wendell Hussey will be back, and things should go back to normal. And my name is Errol Park, and have a lovely weekend. Go Australia. <laughs>